everyone, I'm Luis from BruiseReview.com here welcoming you to another podcast episode of the World of Entertainment. Uh, basically, I try to talk about movies, music, um, TV shows and everything. Um, so on this episode, I wanted to do it, I usually do it for Thursday, um, but I'm a, little bit, I'm a little impatient at times and I saw, uh, I saw three movies in there were three days, I haven't done that. In quite a while and I was I wanted to talk about them as fast as I could because uh, I don't know I just felt like I needed to just review them right away rather than wait uh, till Thursday uh, but before I get into the films I'm gonna I'm gonna get right to them I wanted to uh, start by acknowledging the passing of Christopher Plummer of course uh, he recently won an Oscar for the film uh, beginners. I haven't seen it. Now, I know Christopher Plummer's, uh, I mean, he's had a long career. I mean, you can see that he's basically been around since 1964, uh, appearing in The Sound of Music. Uh, so, I mean, a lot of good films, I mean. Um, but I confess, I've only seen uh, his recent work. Uh, to me, his highlight uh, for me, it was the film The Insider, uh, where he played uh, Mike Wallace alongside Al Pacino and Russell Crowe. And that film, I mean, every actor in it, it's just so amazing on point. And Christopher Plummer, of course, is one of them. Uh, I loved his performance in that film. Um, I thought, uh, I mean, the, the whole cast deserved uh, praise for that film. Um, but I, will, I have also seen The Inside Man, which is with um, Denzel. Um, you know, but seeing his list, I mean, Danny Collins, I've seen that one with Al Pacino also. Uh, he's a great actor. The movies that I've seen, uh, I love his work. And uh, obviously, I mean, he was 82 years old, I think. Uh, but he will be missed. He was a good actor. And uh, I did want to start by talking on a little bit about him um and what else i mean what else is going on one division uh i i just i just uh finished uh, reading uh the marvel comic uh the house of m which i was told the series is loosely based a uh, great series and yes i saw a few things that I could have said, oh, this is, they got it from here. Uh, but I think the show, I mean, one of, one of the things that I thought uh, when the show started and the criticism started rising, uh, that it was boring, that it was this and that, I said, be patient. Uh, this is a show, uh, it's not a movie. It's, it's gonna take us slow. Um, and I think I was right. I mean, uh, since episode four, uh, I think the show has been getting better and better and better and uh, we're just tapping on understanding what the first two episodes were about and I have to hand it to Marvel once again uh, I think that they, they are doing a good show and based on based on the trust that I've gained through WandaVision I'm excited about the Falcon which we saw in the trailer uh, on the Super Bowl commercials uh, which looks great with a lot of action um, so I'm excited now to see it. Uh, can't wait for the for the rest, Loki, and all the rest of the series that are coming. Uh, but One Division, I think it's been a good show. Uh, 
a lot of uh, little details. I'm currently watching the episodes that are available again just to see if I catch a few things. I've already catched that the commercials uh, represent pain painful moments uh, for Wanda. And, um, but there are a lot of details which a lot of comic guys uh, catch faster than me. Uh, because I do enjoy comics, but I stopped reading them uh, for for a period of time. I'm currently uh, slowly getting into reading them again. I'm reading new titles like uh, A New Amazing Spider-Man, a few things. So I'm trying to get back into it. Uh, but there's, I mean, I think the show has been great. I can't wait to see what, what happens, you know, along the way. Uh, so that's um, basically what I've been watching. In terms of shows, I'm I'm still watching the classic cartoons that I I think I said once, um, and I'm currently seeing again the Fresh Prince, which is on HBO Max. Um, this week it's a, a a couple of films that are coming out that I'm hoping to see. Um, the Jodie Foster film, The, the Maritarian, I think I said it right. It's coming Thursday, on Friday, Judas. Uh, I don't remember the rest of the name, but it's, it's on HBO Max, and uh, <clears throat> I think it's it's gonna be an interesting, very interesting film. So right now, let's let's get right to it. I don't I don't want to make this uh, video uh, that long. Uh, so the first film I saw, I mean, uh, this week I saw Mank, but I, I, in the last episode I, I talked about that one, the Gary Oldman film. Uh, so on Friday. I saw the movie Malcolm and Marie. Now this is another movie uh, that was uh, filmed uh, during the pandemic and it's hard to be, uh, I'm not a critic, you know, by no means, but um, it's hard to really be hard on those films, forgive me for the lack of better words, uh, because, you know, they're, they're doing the best they can uh, within the pandemic. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, so yeah. once I uh, knew or or read that that was the situation, I was a little bit skeptic because of films like Lockdown, um, which have good actors and good performances, but the films themselves just run out of gas for me. Uh, but Malcolm and Marie is being directed by Sam Levinson and stars Sandeya and John David Washington. Now the story is about this couple. They uh, are arriving to their apartment or their house after a movie premiere because Malcolm is a movie director and Marie is his girlfriend. Now what, what happened is that she was the inspiration uh, for his film. So as they arrive, you can obviously see that she's mad. He's a little bit uh, not, he does not know uh, that she's mad, but as he begins to inquire, they begin to have long discussions about their relationships, the movie, uh, their art, and all that. Uh, so basically that's the premise of the film. That's basically uh, the main thing in the movie. Um, okay, so what happened for me? Um, I got tired of the movie because if, if you are in a relationship, uh, any argument is not fun and this movie is like an argument that lasted for an hour and 40 minutes <laughs> and 
and they weren't compelling. When you, when you, for me, when when the movie is is, is based on dialogue and the same location, the same two actors, two characters, the whole film. I think you have to have an amazing dialogue to keep you in it, to keep you interested, to see, oh, where is this going? That didn't happen for me. I felt that the fight could have lasted an hour and that would have been fine. Uh, and I'm being kind, it should have been shorter. Uh, <clears throat> but that's just me. I didn't, I couldn't uh, quite enjoy the movie. I, I got tired of the dynamic of the characters. Uh, but I will say this, I mean, the movie uh, is worth watching because of uh, Washington's and Zendaya's performance. Uh, I am not that big of a fan of Zendaya. I've seen her in Spider-Man and, a couple, uh, and the, the Great Showman, and I think she's good. Um, but I think on this, on this film, she really, uh, I think she did give an amazing performance. And so did, uh, John David Washington. They were, I mean, they are the only uh, thing, thing I could praise uh, from this film. Um, yes, it has uh, good in things in terms of direction, the, the shots, the whole black and white thing, just to set the mood of the movie. Uh, those things work, uh, but for me, it just it was it was the script. I mean, for me, it just grew like. I grew a little bit tired of, of the whole fighting, and I just said, you know, stop it already, you know? And uh, then the ending was, I don't know, but the, but they both are great in terms of the performance. Uh, you have to give it to them, and if and if you want to see them, you know, go ahead and and see the movie just, just to see them, because I think they're both, and you know, John David Washington, to me, already proved it. Uh, Black Kate Caseman, I think it was great. Uh, but this is a good movie where they showcase their great talent. Um, so for that, I think that's, that, that for me was like the biggest bright spot the film had. Um, <clears throat> so that one is available on Netflix. Uh, you can catch it now. It was released on, uh, I think it was released on Friday. And remember, I mean, for more details or, little, or reading reviews, check out my page, www.lewisreviewer.com. Uh, there are a lot of things you get to read there, a lot of movies from the past, recent. Uh, anything I see, I try to write something about them. Uh, so shut it up. Anyway, moving on. Saturday morning. That was on Friday. On Saturday morning, I rented A Promising Young Woman. Now, I saw this film a while back and I wanted to see it. It looked interesting. I had no idea what was it about. Uh, but when I saw that it received a few nominations for the Golden Globes, I think it sparked a little bit more of my curiosity. So I went against my policy and I wasted, uh, not wasted, I rented it for, for $20 on Redbox. Um, but it was worth it. It was really worth it. Uh, so the movie is directed and written by first time, actually it's the first uh, film, Emerald Fennell. And it stars Karen Mulligan, Bo Burnham, Alison Brie, uh, Clancy Brown, and you got a few thing, uh, a few scenes with Alfred Molina and Molly Shannon. Uh, so basically, that is the cast. And the basic story is about Cassie. Cassie was supposed was 
a promising uh, young woman in the sense that she was studying medicine. She wanted to be a doctor. And she went to the university with her childhood friend, uh, Nina. Uh, when Nina uh, is at a party and has quite a few drinks and gets uh, raped. And when she goes to uh, the authorities, university authority, and no one believes her, uh, they both drop out. Nanny, Kat, Matt, uh, Nina, and Cassie, they both drop out. Now, it is, it is not explicitly shown, but it is that you can deduct that Nina uh, committed suicide. And what uh, Cassie did was go uh, late at night to nightclubs, pretending she's drunk. And when a guy tries to help her and takes her to the, her apartment, she, she teaches them a lesson. Uh, so basically, that's the premise. I don't want to say too much because I think what what worked for me was how little I knew. I do I do have to say that the script was cleverly done. I love that. Um, I mean, the movie starts as Cassie is picking up, you know, a guy in a nightclub, and right when when she 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 shows him that she's not drunk, it cuts. So you don't know what she's doing. You don't know what she does. You don't know. She, you don't. You don't know anything. You know. You are left there. Of course. Then you see. Uh, but I love that because I, it intrigued me. I said, "Well, oh, oh, wait, wait a minute. What does she do? What What is she doing?" Um, I love the character of Cassie. I mean, she was really uh, sweet in 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 the in her in, in the character. The character is very sweet. She was really guarded, she was really in pain, and I think she it showed uh, on the movie. Um, so I think the script worked. Um, I can't, I, I gotta say it was kind of like a thriller uh, with drama, because uh, you don't know the, how, how the characters play, you don't know in who you could trust in terms of the guy she meets, uh, and, uh, <clears throat> but it was a great movie. Uh, I was really affected by it, uh, by the end, which I'm not going to say much about it, um, because just recently I saw on Netflix um, the documentary, which I think was Audrey, I'm sorry, but I forgot the name, but it was Audrey and another girl's name, and it was heartbreaking uh, to see how this... Uh, guys in parties do stupid things and you know and, and in the film it, it actually touches this subject in, in this way in terms that you cannot defend it in, in the line where boys will be boys or it's just a party uh, I love a scene where I think the character says we were kids and she says she puts like this face if I hear that one one more time because you know that kind of be an excuse for any any type of this this type of behavior, but anyway, um, it, it brought me back to that documentary. And since I think you you as an audience, you feel for this character, and uh, and I think you know it's just so well done, and it's just such a heartbreaking uh, uh, story because of, of of what it of what happens to. To Nina, I'm not talking about Cassie. I'm talking about Nina, which is the one that was uh, attacked and raped in the in the party in the film. 
it's, it's an amazing movie. I really recommend it. Of course, I, I mean, it's like every movie, it has an audience and some might like it, some might not, but I found it, uh, that it was really great. Uh, Carrie Mulligan was amazing as Cassie. I think she was, uh, she was really great in her performance. She just carries the film. And I love the scenes with Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina is such an amazing actor. I think he's, I think he's only has like 10 or 15 minutes in the whole movie. And I think the, the second best scenes were his. Uh, but you know, it's, it's a good movie. Chris, um, perfectly directed, very well written, and very well acted, very well done. Um, uh, really, um, I mean, I really love the movie. And uh, one thing that I like is that the music they used uh, matched perfectly with the movie. I have to say that. I mean, really, I, I think it was really great. Um, so that was uh, Promising Your Woman, another film that's been nominated for Best Movie on, on the Golden Globes. And Carrie Mulligan has been nominated for Best Actress. So, and I think the director has also been nominated. Um, so, check it out if, you, if you're interested. Now, the last movie that I'm going to be talking about on this, on this podcast is the movie called one Night in Miami. Now this movie is, I think it's the first film Regina King directed. And it stars Kingsley Benadier, Eli Gore, Aldis Hodge, and Leslie Odom Jr. Um, so for me, I wanted to see the film because I like the concept of, I mean, the, the movie basically is a fictionalized account of, of, of one day where you get Muhammad Ali, uh, Jim Brown, which was a football player, Malcolm X, and Sam Cooke together on one night. So they just basically took that event and brought us to what possibly could have happened uh, that night between them, the dialogues, the things they talked about, and, and all that. Now this is an example of uh, the 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 contradiction to Malcolm and Marie. The movie is basically, I mean, it has a few different scenarios because it is not 100% in the room, but once they are together in the room, uh, the movie is basically them four. But the dialogue is so intriguing. What they talk about is also intriguing. It's interesting, it keeps you uh, interested. In, at least it kept me interested. Um, and it dealt along with the issues of the 60s, the, the civil rights. Of course, you got Malcolm uh, uh, pushing uh, the brothers to, you know, to the cause, and Muhammad Ali, which he was in the transition to, be, to becoming from Cassius to Muhammad Ali. Uh, so this movie, I have to say, was beautifully done. Um, the actors really studied uh, the, the characters they were playing. Um, of course, when you got Malcolm, it's hard to compare with, with the magnificent performance of Denzel Washington, but I have to say this guy studied the mannerisms of Malcolm. I've, saw, I've seen footage of Malcolm, photos of Malcolm, um, and documentaries of Malcolm. And Kingsley, which played Malcolm, 
had the movements from the the, 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 the things he did with his hands uh, with the glasses. I mean, he was really spot on. The same with Eli, who played Muhammad Ali. He had the voice, the the arrogance, uh, right down to the you know. Uh, and the guy who played Jim Brown, it, that's the least. That's the least one that I knew, along with Sam Cooke. But they were both great performance too. And I have to say, thanks to this film, I've learned of Sam Cooke, which I never heard his, his music. And I have to say, I started listening to a few of his songs and I liked it. And of course, the song, uh, Change Is Gonna Come, was powerful and is powerfully used on the movie. Uh, so I think Regina King did a great film. I think it received a nomination for the actor who played Sam Cooke, but I think it deserved a little bit more consideration, I hope, because the Oscars have 10 films. I think it should be at least nominated for Best Picture um, because of his historic, historic significance, I'm sorry, and, uh, and that it really was a good movie. I think it was a great, great, great movie. Uh, very powerfully directed and very and the performances are, are really great this one is available on amazon prime uh that's where i saw it so if you have amazon prime be sure to check it out there are a few films in amazon prime uh, that you know they're worth checking out um but definitely one night in miami uh probably seeing young woman um are two films that i highly recommend uh, malcolm and marie well if you want to see good performances go ahead see it uh, but in terms of, uh, of the quality of the film well, I, uh, I can't say uh, that I, I love um, uh, the movie so so this is those are the films that I've seen this week uh, that is what I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, there uh, there are a lot of good films out there and I'm hoping uh, to see a few of them which are coming this month like the father Anthony Hopkins, um, there were a few and I have the list. Uh, I wanted to see uh, I Care A Lot, which is gonna be on, on Netflix. Uh, United States versus Billy Holiday. Um, Nomadland is another one that I got on my list. And, uh, and in terms of the series, this uh, on February 23rd, I, I think, or was it this Tuesday, uh, it's gonna be a premiere for the W. The CW, and it's going to be the new show of Superman, uh, which is Lois Lane and Superman. I'm a huge fan of the Superman, so I'm going to be catching it. I confess that I've seen Supergirl and I've seen The Flash, but I'm not a 100% follower. Not because I don't like them, it's just that I think I caught them late. And the, and the fact that I would have to catch up on almost eight seasons, I think I'm reluctant to get into it. But I, I do think the shows are good. I do like The Flash, the ones that I've, I think I've seen the first season and have the second. I think it's a good show and, I, and, I, and I'm going to catch Superman from the beginning because I, I do like Superman. I, I, it's one of my favorite characters. Um, so anyway, I, I, I will keep, um, I'll hopefully uh, now I got a little more time uh, because um, this episode substitutes Thursday. So hopefully I'll be able to see uh, a couple more films. Uh, to to talk about for the next uh, episode. So anyway, I want to thank you if you were listening or watching the video on YouTube. Uh, take care.